Hello, and welcome to this podcast presented by the Southern Alberta Council on Public Affairs. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you. Welcome to this session of the Southern Alberta Council on Public Affairs. My name is Keith McLaughlin. I will be your moderator for today. I have a few brief uh, procedural announcements before we begin. I'd like to remind everyone that this session is being recorded and that the recorded audio will be available later on the SACPA website. That's www.sacpa.ca. I'd also like to remind everyone to please remember to pay for lunch, which is a cost of $10. Uh, this pesky requirement can be satisfied by simply placing some cash into the basket uh, in the middle of your table. Of course, this all goes to a good cause because SACPA is a wholly volunteer, nonprofit organization that relies on the contributions of its members and session attendees to continue its great work. By the way, if you are not a member of SACPA, you can procure a membership by talking to Lisa Lambert, who is just right there to my right, or by visiting the aforementioned SACPA website. Finally, I'd like to thank our partners, the University of Lethbridge, for their ongoing support, Country Kitchen Catering and their staff for such a great lunch, Shaw TV for broadcasting SACPA sessions Sundays at 4.30 p.m., and the Lethbridge Media for all their uh, support in covering SACPA events. Ladies and gentlemen, today's session is entitled World Water Day. Why are the themes of water and food security relevant to Alberta? Our presenter today is the leader of the Alberta New Democrats, Mr. Brian Mason. I should mention that SACPA has invited all the provincial party leaders uh, to attend a SACPA session, and Brian has graciously uh, given us some time, while others have not, um, noticeably the Premier herself and the uh, leader of the Wild Rose Party. Uh, just the format for today, he will present for 30 minutes, at which point we will break for lunch and discussion. Following that, at uh, 1 p.m., we will uh, welcome Brian back to the podium to answer uh, questions from the floor. Brian Mason's political career has spanned more than 20 years. He was first elected MLA for the riding of Edmonton Highlands Norwood in 2000. He has since defended that riding successfully three times in 2001, 2004, and 2008. Mr. Mason has been the leader of Alberta's NDP since 2004 and will soon embark on his third election campaign as leader. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Brian Mason. Thank you very much. It's wonderful to be back in Lethbridge and to once again have an opportunity to speak to the Southern Council on Public Affairs. I uh, appreciate very much this opportunity. Uh, and it is World Water Day. And so I want to talk a little bit today about the NDP policies with respect to that issue, uh, which is a very important issue. And I think it's going to be an important issue in the election. At least, if we have anything to say about it, it will be. Because water is a critical issue. I think we're all aware that there is a growing shortage of water in the world. And population uh, growth, economic growth, are all putting pressure on, on water supplies everywhere in the world. Land development affects water courses, uh, and in general, I think we have a very serious uh, problem. And we, we do here in Alberta as well. 
Alberta is the driest province in Canada, and southern Alberta is the driest part of Alberta. We have less fresh water per square kilometer than any other part of the country. And so we need to be very concerned about water here in Alberta and particularly in southern Alberta. Drought, lack of water for development, in fact, lack of water for drinking, clean water is a situation that is not just found in developing countries, but right here in our province. John Palliser, of course, famously suggested that southern Alberta was uninhabitable because it was too dry. But because of the ingenuity of settlers and people who developed this part of the country, the irrigation system has changed that. But in southern Alberta, I'm sorry, is there something we can do with the sound? I'll, I'll carry on. Um, the water basins of southern Alberta, all the south, uh, those of, um, relating to the South Saskatchewan, the Bow River, have all been closed to further licenses. In other words, the amount of water being taken out of basins in southern Alberta has been frozen. In Alberta, water licensing was developed on the basis of first in time, first in right. That is, first come, first serve principle. And those people who got water licenses closer to the mic. I've been trying to pull away. Is this better? Okay. I thought I knew all about microphones. I've never met a microphone I didn't like. So I will try and, uh, I'll try and stand a little bit closer to it. Thank you very much. So the situation with water in our province is that we are running out. And it's becoming a break on further development. Uh, and it's clear uh, that the situation relative to water um, has changed. I want to talk a little bit about the way that the current government, the conservative government, approaches issues. They approach every issue as if it was going to be solved by a market-based approach. Now, we've seen this very clearly with electricity, for example. They thought that the best way to deal with electricity in this province was to end regulation and create a market. And the results are there to be seen. Large corporations who have control of the electricity supply are able to manipulate the market and they're able to uh, create shortages and increase their profits as a result and the rest of us pay more. They have a similar approach with health care, with seniors care and even with education. And now with the shortage that's occurring in this province with regard to water, uh, they are attempting to introduce a comprehensive water market. Let's be clear, there's already a market for water in the province. Licenses can be traded uh, and sold, uh, and already the market is occurring. But the Premier's vision, the Premier, sorry, I should say the Premier's uh, Council on Economic Development has issued a report in which it talked about further developing a water market in, as the basis uh, for water in this province. The chairman of Nestle 
was reported about a year ago to have been quoted saying that he is working with the Alberta government to create a water market and to commodify uh, markets in this province. He is Peter Brabeck Lemath, and he said that Alberta is fertile ground to commodify water along the lines of selling barrels of oil. Now, for his trouble, the University of Alberta has now given him an honorary degree. Clearly, there is behind-the-scenes dealing between the provincial government and companies in the water business internationally, like Nestle. Alberta's NDP is completely opposed to this direction. We believe that water is a public good, and it needs to be allocated rationally according to the best interests of the public, taking into account environmental, social, and economic needs, and needs to be allocated uh, through a system of decision-making, including local decision-making. Priority needs to be given to municipalities and to irrigation districts, and we must prevent corporations from getting control of our water supply so that they can sell it back to us at a profit. If we think that water is free, those days are past. But we are going down a very perilous path if we allow the corporations uh, through the water market proposed by the Conservative government uh, to actually put uh, a water market in place. So a water market and opposing a water market is critical as far as we're concerned, and it is going to be an issue in the campaign. We're going to take it on. It's part of the, it's part of the values that we believe in as Albertans, that certain things are above profit, certain things are above a market-based approach and need to be managed in the public good in the interests of all Albertans. I think there are some other very important things that we need to talk about. And protecting surface water is one of them. When I see what's going on in terms of the logging in the Castle Wilderness, which is so close to the headwaters of the Old Man River, I'm shocked. And I think that uh, uh, if we had a proper water management system in this province, that kind of thing would simply not be allowed. And I think it needs to stop. So that's something that I think we'll also be talking about as we move forward into this election. It took years and years of fighting, not just on behalf of scientists and uh, politicians in this province. Certainly we fought for this. Uh, I know other political parties did as well. But the, finally the government has admitted that it needs to have world-class water monitoring on the Athabasca River downstream of the oil sands. And they refused and, in fact, misled Albertans about the state of the water monitoring that was going on there. So greater enforcement, stronger regulation, and the protection of our watersheds is something that needs to be a priority. It shouldn't take people like David Schindler to repeatedly embarrass the government about their lack of water monitoring to make sure that those kinds of measures are put into place. So protecting surface water is critical through increased monitoring, more effective regulation, and protection of watersheds in the province. All of those things uh, are very important. Subsurface water is another thing. 
and something that we need to pay attention to. I learned during my time on Edmonton City Council that if if something's under the ground, most people don't notice it. They don't even think about it. And uh, when I started poking around into some of the sewer projects that the city of Edmonton was was uh, putting in place, I found an awful lot wrong under the ground. But nobody had thought to look there. And so we need to talk about what's happening under the ground to our water resources. And in particular, we need to focus some attention on the development of fracking or fracturing of subsurface strata in order to extract natural gas. It's very interesting. Uh, I was trying to figure out what it is that we do in order to regulate this activity in our province. And here's what I found. Oil and gas companies are not required to seek any sort of permission for fracking in Alberta. The chemicals used in fracking are not reported, making it extremely difficult to test for fracking-related contamination of drinking water. Oil and gas companies engaged in fracking are not required to publicly report their water usage, and they use an enormous amount of water in order to fracture that uh, uh, subsurface strata. Alberta currently lacks any regulations relating to fracking wastewater disposal, reclamation, or containment. And in January 2011, the government of Alberta decided that well proximity regulations would be eliminated. In other words, fracking is now allowed in the vicinity of water wells that people depend upon. So I think the second major plank in our platform relating to water is that we must have an immediate moratorium on fracking while we investigate its implications and prepare a set of rational regulations to regulate its use, if its use is permitted at all. I think that's very important. Now, I think um, there are a number of other aspects that we need to deal with. Um, Certainly protecting wilderness areas, Um, establishing stronger legislation and regulation to protect watersheds, establishing a strong science-based regulatory framework that requires anyone uh, involved in uh, under uh, subsurface activity, including fracking, um, uh, uh, do geological and environmental assessments, the moratorium on fracking, Um, And there must be proof that any activity in that area will not contaminate any any groundwater. The NDP would make access to water a right. It would guarantee that all drinking water in all communities will be clean and safe. We will establish water as a protected public trust, a resource that cannot be bought or sold for profit. We would create a water management plan that uses scientific evaluations of the sustainability of watersheds. We would equitably distribute water with adequate environmental uh, conservation as a foundation to support economic prosperity and recreational activities. We would establish a multi-level governance structure for water management that includes a First Nations Water Council to manage water resources in their land. And we would ensure better flood planning and more effective response to disasters. We would work to conserve water. 
will ensure funding for environmental monitoring and enforcement increases to keep pace with development, beginning with the hiring of additional environmental inspectors. We would improve the monitoring and enforcement of pipelines to halt continued occurrence of hazardous leaks. We propose expanding Alberta's network of parks and protected areas based on scientific conservation goals rather than the demands of industry with attention to preserving watersheds. We would implement a wetlands preservation strategy requiring for every wetland disturbed by development, a new area of equal size and ecological characteristics must be created or reclaimed. We will replace the Conservative government's ineffectual water monitoring program with an arm's length science-based system. We will fully investigate the impact of fracking on the surface and groundwater to ensure the safest and most effective regulation possible. And we will regulate, monitor, and enforce regulations for tailings ponds based on scientific evidence with goals of reducing and eliminating them over time. So that is the platform uh, of the NDP with relation to water in the upcoming election. We hope that it's an important issue. We hope that Albertans uh, care about this, and I think they do. And what we've seen, for example, in the, in the fight against the logging in the castle area tells me that people right across this province are very concerned about the environment. They're very concerned about water. And the work of scientists like David Schindler and others to shame the government of Canada and to shame the government of Alberta into putting in adequate water monitoring systems uh, downstream from the oil sands tells me that Albertan scientific community and its intellectual community cares very much about these issues. So I have a great deal of hope that this will be a critical issue, that Albertans are going to focus on this uh, along with other important issues in the election to ensure that the legislature that is elected, the government that is elected, is aware and cognizant and very, very uh, focused on solving some of these problems. Because these problems are upon us. These are not problems off in the future. These are not issues that we will have to deal with in the future. Well, of course, we will have to deal with them in the future, but my point is that we have to deal with them now. And uh, unless we take water seriously, unless we put in place a framework that sees it as a public good, something that needs to be protected and distributed according to need as opposed to uh, a market approach um, where it becomes a commodity to be traded for profit, uh, then we're going to have a very difficult time in this province in the future. And I think southern Alberta no more, uh, certainly more than any other part of the province. So I, I'm happy. I think you, you take questions, do you not? Um, I'm happy to, to take any questions if people have them. Uh, and I thank you very much for your attention. I guess the questions are after lunch. <laughs>